Welcome to Chosen Generation Ministries with Pastor Paul Morgan. We are a non-denominational, multicultural ministry based in the heart of Richmond, Virginia. CGM helps to develop nurturing, healthy relationships with ourselves, others, and God. We are a conversational church that engages our congregation in an active dialogue that enhances their personal walk with Jesus Christ in all aspects of life. Let's join Pastor Paul. your love never fails we know that you're in the midst of us our praises have gone forth our worship has gone forth from our hearts father you know the needs of everybody in this place and we just thank you father for what you have prepared for us today because we surrender ourselves and yield ourselves to you we thank you for the healings and the deliverances and whatever the need is that needs to take place today. We say, have your will, have your way. We thank you for the anointed, the best one that you have given to us this day, our pastor, our friend, our counselor, our leader, our iron sharpener. He has sharpened every last one of our iron. And we thank you for him, Father. We thank you for everything that will be done today. And we'll be sure to give you all the praise and the glory and the honor for it. Because it's in Jesus' name we pray and give you thanks. And everybody in agreement says, Amen. 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 You have a seat. Amen. His love never fails. <laughs> Is it okay to do stuff a little different? So, so write this down. This first, you just got here. I'm telling you to write stuff down. Do what the Holy Spirit says. If he says to do something different, then do it different. He said to go this way, go that way. He said to eat three cookies instead of four. How many should I eat? See, it's the little things where the growth is manifested. Y'all understand what I'm saying? It's the little things. He's not going to tell you to do boom, step way out here. It's just a little step. You make the step and you get the blessing. You make the step and you get the anointing. It's just the little things. But just be mindful that, you know, you're waiting on big stuff. Start off with the little. Can you behave? Can you listen to what he said about little stuff? Can you? Uh-oh. I'm getting the melon there. On Resurrection Sunday, I'm meddling. So, so guys, let's, let's just enjoy ourselves. God got some awesome things he wants to do. He started out with worship. How many of y'all needed worship this morning? All right. So let's do our opening confession. Y'all ready? All right, let's do it. Father, I choose to be open and receptive today. I humble myself, bearing my heart, my joys, and my pains. I thank you for restoring my wounded soul. I believe that I will not receive more than my humanity can bear. I ask that what is hidden in my conscious and unconscious mind, those secrets hidden from myself that block my growth and intimacy with God and others be revealed. Search me, Holy Spirit. Reveal these hidden hurts to me and show me the areas that must be addressed today. I give you permission to go to the points of inception of my hurts and hidden memories that are negatively impacting my life. I give you access to my heart and mind 
so that you may bypass any repression, denial, depression, disassociation, confusion, guilt, shame, condemnation, pride, unforgiveness, anger, fear, or lies that may be blocking my memories. Override any obstacles that have hindered me or are hindering me from receiving my freedom in you. I renounce and counsel the effects of receiving any accusations, lies, into my mind, body, soul, and heart that is contrary to the truth of who you say that I am. I declare that I live my life loved, cherished, and adored by you. I receive in my heart every expression of your love for me. Because you love me, I'm free of all guilt, shame, and condemnation. In Jesus' name, amen. So it's Resurrection Sunday. I want to talk about how he loves, how he loves. So the Holy Spirit just told me, Paul, tell me about that little thing. I'm going to go back to the little thing. Y'all ready for a little thing? I heard Nicole moaning back there already. Here come Nicole. So I got this barber, and he, he cuts my hair, and he asked me to come early in the morning because he wants to bless me. He don't want to charge me. And um, so I always get my hair cut at 5 or 5.30. So this time when I, I check with him, he say, uh, Pastor, I, I got an 8 o'clock. Can, can, can you come at 8? And I said, yeah. But he had never asked me to come at 8. So I had to shift some things around so I could come at 8. So I get there, and I always walk in the barber shop, and, and, and I would style a shop. And, and I will walk in, and I always say, good morning, gentlemen, So for him and whoever hair he's cutting. So as he's cutting this person's hair, he's finished, he's finished up, and the guy gets up, and the guy is cussing, but not out of uh, anger or frustration. You know, some people use cussing as an a, a, a English language. Okay, y'all know what I'm talking about? Anybody ever did that? Y'all know anybody like that? Are you like that? Okay, anyway. So, so as he's walking by me and I'm walking to get in the chair, the guy said, yeah, this is Pastor Morgan. He said, what? He's a pastor and you let me cuss like that in front of him? And, and, and this is how I look at cussing or drinking or whatever you're doing. That's you. Until your life has changed, you're going to do what you do. So I told him, I said, that's you. He said, no, no, no. You don't supposed to act like that in the, in the presence of a man of God. And uh, so I said, okay. So I go to sit in the chair, and he said, well, you got a word for me? I said, sure I do. <laughs> I said, the Holy Spirit says, Holy Spirit, show me what I need to know. I said, that's my word for you. And he looked, and I said, because your grandmother has already ministered to you. The word of knowledge. Your grandmother's been ministering to you, and she's no longer here, but she's ministering to you and telling you what you need to do. And I said, so God set me up to meet you here because I don't come here at 8 o'clock. But I'm talking about the little things. And so he, he, he says, uh, 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 what? And I said, yeah, so you into stuff that you know you're not supposed to be in. I said, because you're a leader, but you've been following. Now, you know, I got his full attention. I mean, he ain't moving. He ain't moving. <laughs> he just looked. He took his sunglasses off. And uh, he says, uh, uh, what? I said, you are a leader and you've been following. And you're following some women that you need to let go. Because if you lead, you, mm -mm, that's not going to work. So he just stopped and looked at me. And, you know, you can, you can see his expression on his face like, did Darren tell him this? <laughs> so I said, uh, tell you what. Now he said, can you pray for me? I said, sure, come on over here. His name was Tony. Grabbed Tony. Started praying with Tony. Tony started, we're, 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 uh, oh, I see. He was shaking a little bit, you know, like, what the world going on? So I finished the prayer. I said, amen, he won't move. 
He's just standing there. But see, this is what God has done. God knows exactly where you are, exactly what's going on in your life, how he wants to deliver you, and all you got to do is be obedient. So I was obedient for the 8 o'clock, and he was obedient to get his hair cut. So, so then it's time for him to leave, and he, he walks, and he just stops for a while. He said, man, it's all warm on the inside. I said, that's the anointing of God just messing with you. He said, what? So he just stands there, and there's time for me to get my hair cut. So this other guy walks in, so he finally leaves. He said, you have a blessed day. I said, I will, brother. You have a blessed day. So then this other guy comes in, and I've seen him there before. And, uh, you know, I've talked to him before. It's a young guy, but extremely talented. Got all his license he's supposed to have, but he won't do barbering because he's not enough. I'm just talking about my God. So the reason why this has been shifted a little bit because somebody needs to hear what I'm talking about. So, you know, but, but, but this one welled up on the inside. I knew, you know, sometimes, how many of y'all I'm talking to, where you know if you don't say what God says, you're not going to have a good day. And I don't mean like God's going to punish you, but I don't like walking away from something saying, I should have said. I don't, I don't like that. Y'all, y'all, y'all don't like that? Either? And so, you know, this one welling up, so I said, I got to go here with this one. So I said, uh, do you mind if I ask you a question? I said, do you trust me enough? I, I, I know we men. Because, you know, you got to tell men special instruction. I said, I know we men and everything, but would you be willing to shut your eyes for a moment? He said, mm-hmm. I, I said, well, when you shut your eyes, you go as close to, to praise and worship as you can get without singing. So he shuts his eyes. I said, you know, before he shut his eyes, I said, I need to ask you something. I said, you keep, you keep rubbing, grabbing your, your right arm, and you keep rubbing it like this. I said, let's find out what's going on. I said, who told you? He shut his eyes. I said, who told you that you wasn't enough? And he said, uh, uh, he, 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 he thought for a little while, and he said, you know, I was 17, and I went to a golf course with some friends of mine. They drove, and I couldn't hit the ball. And so as I was trying to hit the ball, they kept telling me, you dumb, you stupid, you'll never amount to anything. Now, you got three degrees, but you won't practice what you got your degrees for. So he, he said, you know, and they kept, and I said, well, who grabbed you on the arm? Because you keep grabbing that arm. He said, that's how they took me from hole to hole. They harassed me as we, they would take me from hole to hole. So one person would hold this arm, the other person would hold that arm. And God brought him total deliverance. Total deliverance. He opened his eyes. He said, God say, I'm, I'm more than enough. So to see that little adjustment, 8 o'clock, I had church at the barbershop. <laughs> But if I wasn't listening and changed what, well, hey, man, let me just come Saturday instead of Friday. So, guys, the little adjustment, he got a whole lot of stuff and little stuff. Amen? Amen. So how he loves you. Y'all want to know how he loves you? So, but he made the ultimate sacrifice. Have you ever been accused of doing something that you're totally innocent of? Raise your hand if that's you. And, and, And you got the punishment behind what you didn't even do. So imagine a God, Jesus Christ, having done nothing, had no sin in his life, but yet and still, he paid the ultimate price. He made the ultimate sacrifice. His way meant deliverance from. I'm just want to talk to you about your future. Because when you look out here, you see a blink future. But his future, when he died for us, he made sure that future pain and heartaches would not have to be a part of our lifestyle. Now, that doesn't mean you still won't hurt. But you know, how long, how long you want hurt? 
That, that, that's the question I keep asking people. <laughs> Somebody said, not long. If you're in pain, you determine how long your pain lasts because he paid the price for your pain. He paid the price for your heartache. He already paid the price for what he knew you were going to have to go through. See, see they even say in the stages of grief, you determine how long you're going to grieve. But he paid the price. In John chapter 3, verse 16, it says, For God so greatly loved, not partially loved, piece of love, and dearly prized the world that he even gave his one and only begotten son so that whoever believes and trusts in him as Savior and shall not perish but have everlasting life. You, some people, you can't even get them to give you a piece of your snack. If this is the last minute, y'all ever been with somebody don't share the food? Okay, jazz is that. I know I got somebody on this side. They don't share your food when you're with you. Who is it over here on this side? Okay, there it is right there. It's a fight going on. But he gave his only, only son. Wasn't going to have another one like that. The only son. So he sent his best on our behalf. But get this. How many of us have a challenge giving anybody anything when they don't act right? Raise your hand. Raise your hand. See, y'all try to act like this. They try to act spiritual over here on this side. What about this? Okay, we got more honesty over on this side. And see, he did this when we were jacked up. He did this when we were coming against him. When he was talking on our he hung on the cross and he said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Whatever the last word you say in, when in your death, that's the most important word. Forgiveness. I talk about that all the time. Pe people get, get uh, tired about hearing about forgiveness. But if that was his last word, then that's the most important. Right, Rosalyn? I always talk about Rosalyn. Y'all got what I'm saying? But here it was, he did it for us when we were not thinking about him. What were we thinking about? You're going to be honest now, right? Y'all going to be honest with me? Before we start thinking about Jesus, y'all shout out, what were you thinking about? Boys. Boys. <laughs> Myself. Women. Women. Huh? Career. Money. Money. Food. Who say food? Oh, okay. There it is. Right there. There it is. <laughs> what else were you thinking about? Huh? Going to the party. Twerking for Jesus. That was somebody. I heard somebody say twerking for Jesus. Somebody say twerking for Jesus. Okay? What, what else y'all heard? What, what, what else were you thinking? The front line. Y'all talking back line. Where y'all at? Money. Okay. But he did all this for us when we were thinking about everything else. Love is a profound, tender, passionate affection for another person. Tender, passionate affection. So you want to spend time with him. You want to get close to him. We can do that in our prayer life with him. Let's read this next one together. A feeling of warm personal attachment or deep affection. Personal attachment means you got something I want. I got something you want. I'm attached to you. I want to spend time with you. I want to relate to you. I want to be around you. Let's read this next one. No, no, let me talk about it. His love is unconditional. How many of us got conditional love? Be honest. Y'all going to be honest? <laughs> See, this front row again. What y'all talking about back there? Y'all trying to act like y'all love conditional. Un <laughs> unconditional. Y'all know what unconditional is, right? Yeah. You don't have to love me for me to love you. There's nothing you can do to gain my love. I'm talking about God. 
His love was it, unconditional. So there's nothing you can do to gain it, and there's nothing you can do to lose it. See, when you sin, you sinning. You get the consequences of those things. But God's love didn't change. Because the Holy Spirit, he con- convicts, not condemns. When you convict, you're being reminded of you're better than this. You're better. Your life is better than this. All encompassing. So that means he enjoys everything about you. Encompassing. That means he knows everything there is to know about you. He know I eat four cookies at night. <laughs> what, what does he know about you that you, you think he don't know? Y'all, y'all going to be honest about it? Y'all going to try to act spiritual? I know the front row getting honest, but, but, but what about the middle row and the row after that one? All encompassing. So he knows what you're going to do the next minute. He knows what you're going to do the next five years, the next ten years. His love is encompassing. So there's nothing you can say that's going to surprise him. His love is overwhelming. Now, I'm not talking about that, that smothering love. Y'all, 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 anybody ever been in a smothering relationship? Yeah. See, see, everybody going to raise their hand a little cool. They don't talk about the person sitting beside them. Y'all understand what I'm saying? But that smothering type of love where, you know, it's like you can't go nowhere. You step outside. You just stepped outside and somebody behind you. <laughs> where you going? When you coming back? Anybody? Nothing. Don't, don't raise your hand. But see, this overwhelming, overwhelming love is the type of love where you want him everywhere you go. So you can talk to him about stuff. Y'all, y'all need to talk to him about stuff? I mean, just cool stuff. It don't have to be deep. Did you see that? Reckless love. Reckless means you don't have to give me the love back that I give to you. But I'm going to keep giving the love to you. That's the type of love we have with him, guys. That's how he loves us. Do y'all understand what it means? Reckless love. He, he don't put no brakes on it. No caution sign. Well, you didn't pray yesterday, so I'm not going to. You know, y'all, y'all know people that if you don't call them, they're they going to be mad at you. When you call them, they, what, what, they act real cool to you. Anybody ever heard that? Y'all raise your hand a little bit like that. You got to raise it high. And you're like, what's wrong with them? But see, his love is reckless. I mean, it was reckless enough that he hung on the cross. Committed no sin. Did nothing wrong. It's steady. Oh. People looking for steady relationships. Start with him. He's the one you want to be in. Because what happens if you're dealing with someone who knows everything, is everything, has everything, and want to spend time with us? <sighs> He's faithful. I, I, I just need help understanding. It's like when God doesn't do what we want him to do, when we want him to do it, then we start talking about him. But when he's doing and blessing us, do we give him praise? Do you say thank you? You woke up this morning. Did you say thank you? Someone got new outfits on. New outfits on. I said thank you. But why you say, honey, you need a new outfit? I say, I, I don't doubt it one second, honey. Let's get it. Let's get it. That's it. Did you thank him? Do you have to wait for Resurrection Sunday to give God glory? It should be like it's every day. You, everybody in here is in here. Your eyes working. Your ears working. You're trying to act like you're on here. But, but you're walking. Some might be limping, but they came anyway. Can you give them praise for that? The sun is out. You had to be able to get here by either driving or riding with somebody. 
just give some praise, man. Selfless. Oh, how, how many of y'all know selfish people? Y'all know any selfish people? Yeah. Say, you're, you're the only one? Is it easy being around them? No, it's not. Oh, no, it's not. Wayne said, no, it's not. But see, we might be that way, but he's not that way. Everything he does, he does for us. For the betterment of where, where we're going. Generous. Generous. So you complaining about getting that $500 raise. Somebody don't even have a job. I'm talking about the people who are looking. I'm not talking about the other kind. Y'all know what I'm talking about? But his love is generous. He's always thinking about more than enough. Intimate. So, so y'all write this one down about intimacy. You can talk and not be judged. He wants us to tell him about what's going on. Because he already knows. But when he say pray, in prayer he say when you say. So we're supposed to say something. He, he knows what we're thinking. But when you're intimate with somebody, you don't have no secrets. Y'all yeah, yeah, know what I'm talking about? How many of us hiding secrets right now? Raise your hand. Raise your hand. Look, they ain't no hide. See, they hide it already. Well, what about this side? Anybody hiding secrets? Nobody raise their hand. I got one person in the back. We see you, you did it, so we're not even uh, asking what your secret was. That's it, too. But see, his love is never ending. It never runs out. Never runs out. It's always present. It's always there. It's always doing. I mean, that's a lot of love, guys. Y- y- y'all think y'all receive all that love? So what excuse would you give for not receiving? Not being worthy? Don't deserve? What's going on with this side? Not deserve? Oh, okay, on this side. What, what, what would stop you from receiving all that love? I've done too much. I've done too much? Okay. I think I can do it better. I'm not perfect yet. What I did last night. Amen. People scared to laugh. They scared to laugh. You know, then people get nosy too. They like, well, I wonder what she did last night. <laughs> she married. She married. <laughs> it can't. What? He, he can't really mean me. Yeah, that, that's a good one. My past is what? Holding me back. My past is holding me back. But, but, but let me give you a word for that. Y'all read it? Just like I gave the man a word. He said, I set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. You choose. We believe lies all our life about what we wanted to believe. When truth comes, we don't know what to do with it. But at any moment, we can change how we think and how we don't receive by deciding I'm choosing life. He said, I set before you. Every decision that we make is based off life or death, blessings or cursings. No one can make you change your mind, but you have the opportunity to change it. Because, see, there, there, there's something in this thing about love, uh, that all these things talking about love. He put up with all that, and he's still after you. Because whatever life you live in, there's nothing compared to how you can live. C- can I tell you a secret? You can't buy peace. But he's the only one that can give it. You can't buy it. Every, people in the tribe, there's a whole lot of dead people who stars and all that who tried to get peace at night, peace during the day. But you can't buy that. You can't buy rest. You can drug yourself for it, but you can't buy it. It's different when you can just lay down and rest. You can, the man in the mirror, the woman in the mirror, you can look at them 
and be satisfied with what you see. That, that's what, this, what Jesus did. So you make a decision. Life is set before you. Blessing is set before you. See, people can tell you about God, but until you experience him for yourself. Because he meets you at a different level. He meets you at whatever level is necessary to bring you to a place where you'll worship him. In Luke chapter 15, verse 3 through 7, it says, What man among you, oh, okay, <laughs> if he has a hundred sheep and loses one of them, does not leave the 99 in the wilderness and go after the one which is lost, searching until he finds them. Now, I got, we got the 99, but that's how important you were. That's how important I am. He went looking for me because I wasn't easy to catch. Yeah, yeah, y'all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Were y'all easy to catch? No. <laughs> <laughs> but because he's never failing, he kept coming. I was somebody's barbershop guy when somebody was talking to me about Jesus. But I had this little, this, this little old lady that, that she liked, the 49ers. Um, and... and, and and whenever I came by, you know, I would come home from school or something like that and just happen to walk by her place because it was a store nearby. And she, she, in our culture, when they call you boy, that's serious business. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Boy, just have a seat. Just have a seat. And, and, and you have a seat. And she started telling you about Jesus. Started telling you about, I'm living here all by myself, but he supplied my needs. When my leg ache, I know how to pray for it. The doctor said I'm not supposed to be here, but here I am five years later. And she would just every time, you know, and, and I just find my way. See, you want to be around people that are going somewhere or at least know where they're going. Y'all know what I'm talking about? You meeting somebody and they talking the same game all the time. Y'all know what I'm talking about. But see, he, he died for them, too. See, they, they might have been because, see, we was that one that Jesus came looking for. He said, I, I know these people are straight, but let me go get these. Let me go get him. Because, see, he knew what he wanted me to do. He knows what he wants you to do. Stop comparing yourself to other people. Because every anointing is different. Y'all understand what I'm saying? Stop saying, well, I don't sing like such and such. You're not supposed to. Because he can't even got you. You're singing now or doing what God called you to minister because he came and got you. And when he has found it, he lays it on his shoulder rejoicing. Now, he's been looking for us. And then he don't even let us walk back. He lifts us and carries us to the destination. So, see, you got to grab onto that thing about what did you do? He's even carrying you. He looked for us, found us, and then carried us to our destination. Didn't even let us walk, Shay. He said, I, I got this. Check this out. And when he gets home, he calls together his friends. And his neighbors saying to them, rejoice with me because I have found my lost sheep. Now, this is the first time in scripture that I know of where he, a person didn't have a party and start talking about people. Y'all know, know them people? This side, y'all know people like that? You make a mistake and your name all over, not only the Internet, but your family tree. Y'all know? Anybody? I, I see two people, three people. I know this people. This side got a whole lot of people. They got a whole day. But he rejoiced. He, he says, rejoice with me. Because he knows when I'm rejoicing with you, 
then what's going to happen? More excitement is going to be manifested. When, see, the mind is trained like this. It lacks success. How come we can't be successful in Jesus? When we testify to somebody or tell them about how good God is, how come we can't be excited about that? It got to be something special. It got to be, it, that is special. You took somebody that was dead and now he's alive. I'm just, I'm just sharing about how he loves. Anyway, I tell you, in the same way, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous people who have no need of repentance. So a party going, party going to go on today because somebody's going to get saved. You get saved, and there's a party going on in heaven about you. I mean, everything stops. That just shows how important you are, how important that decision is. And he, God, pays even greater attention to you down to the last detail, even numbering the hair on your head. See, that's knowing somebody. One boy, Troy, Troy, Troy at the back. Troy got a whole lot of head, hair on his head. That boy got hair all over the place. I mean, I wouldn't even want to try to kill his little head. <laughs> but God knows that. Do your spouse know you that well? Do your mama know you that well? But he's just going to show about how he loves. Before we took a breath, nothing left to prove. Y'all were singing that in the song, right? But there's nothing left to prove. Before we took a breath, he breathed his life into us. His breath is in, his life of breath is in us. So what kind of breath do you think he breathed? Is it messed up breath? It's righteous breath. Before we took a breath, when we felt no worth, how many ever went through that before? No worth. Even this side raised his hand this time. He paid it all for us. Do you know what it's like to get something free? I mean, good stuff. I ain't talking about cheap stuff. I'm talking about good stuff. That's what he saw worth in us. So he said, yeah, yeah, I, I want this one. I want this one. I want this one. I want that one. He paid it all for us, not part of it. So there's no surprises that God is surprised by. He paid it all. He knew exactly what he was going to get. My, my, my brother shared with me about a, uh, a pistol that he bought. And he said, is it okay to talk about it? Okay, okay. I, I got to check with it because it got guns. But anyway, <laughs> just, just check it. Just check it. Just check it. So he said, see where it said he paid it all for us? So he brought this gun, and uh, he, he, he felt a little funny about it. So he, he took it to a gun shop and told them, he said, look, you know, I want you to test this out and see whether it's good. And the guy shot it once, and he said, that's all you're going to get. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So God broke. God bought what was broke. When Tim bought the gun and the dude shot it one time and said, that's all you're going to get, then he took the gun back. Because that's what we would do, right? But that one, God didn't do that with us. <laughs> he, he brought what was broke to fix it better than it ever worked before. So he's just waiting on us to catch up with what he's already done. We try, Remember last Sunday I was talk, talking about performance? Man. The lie is, I got to perform for God so that God will love me more. When he came after us, we was, we wasn't, we was already messed up. So he already paid for what he knew we were going to be. So who's stopping us from being? Uh-oh. 
Oh, I'm going to look at the clock. Where the clock is, Shay? Okay, the clock right here, Shay. I look at the clock when people don't want me to look at them. Okay? When we were his enemy. See, that's what I'm talking about, that love. When you get mad with somebody, you don't do stuff for them. Am I lying on anybody? Y'all righteous enough where y'all can't acknowledge that? <laughs> yeah, man. I'm, you want me to do what? But I'm just telling you how he don't think like us. That's why he asked us to have our mind renewed so we can think like him. Let's see what else it says. He still fought for us. We were an enemy, but he still fought for us. Nothing left to prove. He chased us down. I, I know I was running. Y'all were running? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going this side. I know this side. That's it. Anybody that was running over on this side, running from God? Yeah. Raise your hand. You were running from God. Okay. All right. What, what, what made us stop? Got tired? Got tired? Got tired? <laughs> Anybody back there? Why you stop? What about over here? What, what, what made you stop? Hmm? Oh, somebody said it's still running? Who said it's still running? It's all right. We're we, we going to let you up. <laughs> they ain't raise their hand there. They ain't raise their hand. It's like, uh, uh. <laughs> he fights until we're found. Anybody ever look for somebody that now? Y'all lost money in the house and you looked for that, didn't you? You, you, you kept going for it until you found it? Yeah. He put value on us, so he said, I'm not going to stop until I find them. I don't care where they are, I'll find them. He leaves the 99 behind. I mean, that's a whole lot of people, guys. What can he do with one? What he's doing now, allowing us to worship him. There are people that I will meet that you will never meet and vice versa. And he needs us all. It's called workplace ministry, guys. Get used to it. Get used to ministering to people where they are. You, they might not come to church, but they're coming to work. <laughs> he knows the very, I always say that, hell on the head. He knows everything we've done, we've ever done. So that's not a secret. So y'all have to hide behind that one. He knows everything we're about to do. Uh-oh. <laughs> What's some of y'all about to do? <laughs> See, I know y'all are not going to answer that. I'm going to keep going. Maybe I'm going to keep going. He loves us in spite of ourselves. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Y'all know you're supposed to be real in church, right? I, I, I'm not fooled by what I see in church. Y'all understand what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. <laughs> we don't have to earn this love, guys. If you don't receive nothing else today, receive the truth behind that. If you read the word, you're reading the word because that's God's way of telling you you need to get to know him better, use his word so you can have victory in your life. But if you never read the word, he's still going to love you. Now, it's to our benefit to read the word. But you got some people to say, I'm going to read 1,200 pages a day because God's going to love me. Now, you got the one person that just read one chapter. Love saying. We're in him and he is in us. You, we have to get an understanding of that. Well, let's, let me rephrase that. We can choose to get an understanding of that. He's not separate. He's in us. He's with us. He's for us. We don't have to prove a thing. What's the challenge behind that? Why do we think we got to prove something? Now, I, want, I want some conversation with this. So raise your hand. Give me two people on this side. Two people on this side. Why do we feel like we have to prove something? We got two on this side. Got one here. Okay, you got one back there. You can go ahead. 
That's how we were raised. That's how we were raised. So tell me about that. Um, you know, we were given stickers as kids okay. when uh -huh. we do great things. Yeah. We uh -huh. were given lollipops when okay. we uh, perform. Uh -huh. Our parents said, come downstairs and dance for the people and show them what you did. <laughs> you, you've groomed us to uh -huh. be performers. Okay, got you. Okay, okay. appreciate the honesty. That's true. Okay. Uh, society says you have to perform. Okay. And, and what did you remember about society telling you you had to perform? If you don't actually put yourself forth to actually get it, you won't get it at all. Okay, okay, all right. Got one right here and one over here. It's um, part of the world system and it's how we show our worth. So okay. if you're in a board meeting and you're the only one not speaking up, they're gonna think, you're probably gonna be the first one to be let go because okay. you didn't add any value. To gotcha, it. okay, 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 all right. Uh, they introduce us by our stats. Ooh, what do you mean? Oh, they do this, they have this uh, degree. Okay. They have, you know, done uh -huh. XX and X or even, you know, sports, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. Caught okay. this many, you know, this many yards, this okay. many runs, this okay. many tackles. Okay. All right. So y'all see? So that's the world system. But what's God's system? <laughs> when you were yet, when I was yet, when we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. The best died for the least to make the least the best. Ooh, wow. I'm just telling you, this thing is real, guys. Get this thing. Get it so that you, when you enjoy doing something, you do it more. When you enjoy praying without these restrictions, I must pray 12 minutes per day. <laughs> if you're reading the word, I got to read five chapters a day. Listen to what you say, I got to, instead of I get to. Amen. Amen. I'm having fun, but it's time. I got to stop right here. I got to stop right here. So I'd like to have every head bowed. But before I do that, I got a gentleman that loves to write poems. And he wrote a poem about salvation. So, Wayne, would you mind coming on up? God uh, gave me a poem this week to go with what, uh, if you remember what the praise and worshipers did, that they did a wonderful, awesome job. And God just wants you to know that he loves the real you. And when we think about that, we think that, well, you know, we look at all the bad stuff. We look at the flaws in us. We look at our imperfections. But God only sees perfection, and God only loves things that have value. So God sees each and every one of us, everyone here, everyone um, who's listening. He sees us as, as pearls of great price and great value, and he loves to will you. So this is what that poem is about. I'm special. I'm rare. I'm deserving of your care. In your image, I am made. I don't have to be afraid. I'm a pure, a living stone, carved uniquely all alone. In your image, by your hand and I'm important to your plan. And this is the reason why I'm the apple of your eye, because you behold what I can't see, nothing but the best in me. Much more than I ever could, you only see what is good, just and perfect what is true, the real me inside of you. I am love, I am your child. When I laugh, it makes you smile. When I cry, you draw me near. Hold me close forever here. My worth can't be defined, not by things that come to mind, 
but by blood bought with a price that you gladly sacrifice. And this is the reason why, Lord, I'm the apple of your eye. For you behold what I can't see, nothing but the best in me, much more than I ever could. You see only what is good, just and perfect, what is true, the real me inside of you. Go just bless us someone. Thank you. So we can choose that today. We can choose to receive what he's giving us. He only sees us as good. So start today, for those who are already saved, start today looking at yourself that way. Looking at yourself like he paid the ultimate price and walk in that peace, that freedom that he paid the price for. So I'd like to have every head bowed and every eye closed. And the congregation will repeat after me once we get to a place of prayer. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you in advance for those who are watching and those who are sitting here. There's, you have paid the price for us to just make a decision. We don't have to earn it other than to, to say that Jesus is Lord. We don't have to fight for it. We don't have to pay for it with finances. We just need to realize that we're tired of living the life that we now live and that we tried everything else. And now we're here at a place where it's time to give you the glory, the honor, and the praise. So if that's you that are watching or those who are in here, just slip up your hand if you, you're saying, I've had enough. I want a new life. I don't want to live the life that I've lived thus far. It's not working for me. If that's you, just slip up your hand. I want to start again. I see you. I see you. I want to start again. Eternal life is the presence, living in the presence of God forever. And that's a good place. And so that's what you just receive, eternal life. Now we'll have eternal life either way. But we'll have it in hell, and there is a real hell. Or we have it in the presence of God, and that's what you just received. So repeat after me, those in the congregation, repeat after me. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus. You say it in your word. In Romans 10, 9 and 10. That if I confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in my heart that God raised him from the dead, I am now saved. I'm born again. I have eternal life. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for giving me the Son. I'm saved now. I'm born again. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for joining us. Please visit our website, ChosenRVA.com, and check in with us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at ChosenRVA. We hope you'll join us again soon.